It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, so hello and welcome to episode 18 of Kiddish Street Noise, and things look very different this week, and that's because uh, Rob's joining me from Tenerife. I won't be complaining. Yeah, it's freezing here. To be honest, um, everything seemed off. Like I just, I don't know what it was. Like, like the pressing games, like last, I, I, I don't know whether it's because like Burnley are back for us and like Blackpool are obviously back for them. Like in the last few seasons, it's felt like quite a big like occasion. Everyone seemed up for it, but on Saturday, it just felt like everything just seemed off. It just felt flat. Like the the atmosphere was rubbish. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe the World Cup still be on as well. Uh, didn't help people focusing on that, but yeah, uh, a lot of people like been saying it's worse than Burnley, and I think it were as well. Um, yeah, it was shocking. What went wrong? What was that? That was it. So bad. I watched. I watched my own game. You get a better idea. Well, I think we were talking about in that podcast after the Burnley game. Like you want your midfielders when you're playing a style of football like JDTs to be brave enough to turn and pick out a pass when they get the ball out from the back. And I don't want to pick on just Travis and Morton because like, they weren't the only ones that put in a poor performance. It was the whole team. But they've got to be brave and they've got to be bold. Um, to, yeah, but, but, and, and that just weren't happening. Yeah. Uh, he's receiving the ball from defence 12 times. And he 
give the ball away after the second goal, etc. all the time. But there's still that carry on receiving the ball and being one after the ball. That is true of bravery, but realistically, he's not the player you want to do that. No. He's not <clears> the player that he wants receiving the ball to back line. And that's what he's getting. He's the enforcer. He's the guy that breaks up the opposition. He's that one that you can play through. Like that, 
and patience is going to thin very quickly. Because it's not it's not just a two it's not just a two derby games that we performed like that. There's been quite a few. Well, we've been good at Ewood, but quite a few away games. I'm thinking of like Coventry and Wigan and. Although we've tried to play out 
So I thought one thing about Saturday um, was that the attendance was quite poor. Um, obviously, like, the weather wouldn't help, but I think we spoke about it before, how the pricing, I mean, straight away, £30 a ticket, when it's on Sky, you're not going to yeah, attract up walk-ups, are you? I think it's just like, I mean, it's no surprise that the Huddersfield gave it a price at £18.25 and then kids were cheap. Like, it had a bigger hall attendance yeah. for the Preston game, which it shouldn't do really if more people were going to Preston game. They didn't bring many. But when you think like, so it's £30 adult, £10 for kids, was it, on Saturday? I think so, yeah. So, and that's just the Blackburn end. So Jack Walker might be 35 each and £15 for kids, higher, without almost higher bracket. So you could be paying like 80 quid for a family of four. Yeah. Mum, dad, two kids. And that's like eighty to hundred quid before you bought a drink, before you bought like food, like, or you got your travel to the ground and stuff. Like there's Match Day Park, the cheapest one you can get, tenner like at Ewood around that area. Yeah. You can, you know, park further down, but and, like you, you might as well walk to the ground anyway. So, <laughs> but, but I don't know. It's, there's just there seems to be like no initiative or creativity when it comes to marketing um, I mean, we'll probably get onto the forest ticket sales so far I mean I know I can't say anything because I, I didn't go on Saturday I was coming out here 
I won't be going to the Forest game, so I'll still be out here. But if I had been at home, then I wouldn't. I wouldn't be going. But I can understand why people wouldn't want to pay. Like it's not. People say, "Oh, it's only thirty quid a ticket," but that's just if you're going on your own. That's if you live at Eastwood and you're going on your own. You're only paying thirty quid. Yeah. If you live like, like say you lived in between Neil and Preston, you got a tenner for your trip and then your food wash there, your drinks wash and there, like your way home or whatever. Like, soon, it soon adds up, like, this close to Christmas and the crisis for in a minute. Like, it's just not, it's not feasible for people to pay that when you yeah. can just sit at home or go to the pub round corner and watch it and have two pints for a tenner and watch it on Sky in the pub. Yeah. Um, I mean, the news broke yesterday that we, we've only sold 3,500 for the Forest game. Um, it is, it is poor, isn't it? Really, it's... it's poor, but that's the first time they've advertised it yesterday. Yeah, since the draw were made, which is crap. And like, it's not a great draw. I know it's like later stages at the FL Cup, but we've played Forest what twenty times since we got relegated from the Premiership. Yeah. They're not. It's not an exciting. But it, but it game. is a. But it is a good chance to get through, though. <clears throat> yeah, it's a good chance to get through. Um, I agree with that. But why isn't the like so twelve pound seat is not a bad price, but it's going to be freezing. Like most yeah. people are going to come in from work. Um, so why don't they do something like £12 a ticket and you get a free pie and a free coffee before the game? So at least like, get people warm, get people in the ground. Like, get, like, or you could have said, right, it's £30 a ticket for Preston, but you get a free ticket for the Forest game. Or yeah. you get a discount for the Forest game. So he said... Uh, Steve Wagner would have liked to price the game even cheaper, but with gate receipts shared, with 10% also going to the EFL, both sides had to agree. So, cut runs haven't been a regular thing in recent seasons, and CEO Wagner says it was a welcome boost to the revenue streams. Right, well, not been a reason, like, you're, not, you're not losing the money by making it cheaper or making it free with other offers, because we're not used to having that money anyway, we're not used no. to having that revenue. So you could say, like, right, everyone who comes in, before at like seven o'clock, we kick off unit seven point five or eight, gets a free hot drink, like, mm. and straight away. So if you said a free hot drink and a pie, what's that? Black men like a fiver. You're already talking about like making the tickets half price. How people take you up on that offer? So, but there's there's just nothing like that at all. They just like post the ticket prices on Twitter, and then that's it. They think they've done the job. Like there's no like marketing. There's no like adverts. There's no. There's no like, there's no mention of it at games. There's no, there's just, there's nothing at all. Yeah. It's it's poor, but I mean we're not on, we're not we're not got a Saturday three o'clock kickoff now until February, so it's only gonna get worse. Yeah. Uh, like if we keep putting performances like we had in the last two games, it will carry on getting worse. I think like when we were messaging yesterday, um, we were talking about how. Like these last two results, like the whole mood around Ewood has just completely turned. Um, and I think, like, there's almost like, yeah, it's not been marketed brilliantly, but at the same time, maybe it's a bit of like apathy towards the team after those two games that, you know, people don't want to go on sport. Yeah, I think game. people see it by the players don't care about Ash or yeah. Like they're not putting in the effort, so why should I put in the effort? And people have a right to think that. I mean, you'll always get your loyal, like, so many people that will go anywhere regardless. And, like, yeah. football, you're only as good as your last result if we go and beat 
for it. Like, the thing is, if you've been to Norwich on Saturday, you've probably spent the best part of 150 quid anyway getting down there with the ticket and stuff. So, are you going to part even more money to go during the week? game that's on Sky. I don't Another game, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, they are getting better. Like, I think the Sunderland game has been advertised to be on a Blues bar for like five or something. Yeah. Um, you to watch it in there. So, they're getting better in that way, but. Like at the minute, that just seems to me that they just want to get people. They're just opening other things to fans, <clears throat> which is good. Like it's an improvement over recent years, but there doesn't seem to be any like creativity like, in them like spaces where they could offer more. Like yeah. it wouldn't affect. <clears throat> I don't want you to offer ten pound tickets. I don't want you to offer like kids for free. I don't want that. But there's other things you could do. You could say like. Right, it's kids for a quid, and like, every kid goes into a hat, and you win a free kit for Christmas or something like that. Yeah. Just, just anything that like, it costs, it, it costs a club what fifty quid. Well, like they did ten kits, it cost them five hundred quid. Probably one of the players would donate the money to pay for that, and you might get more kids like asking to go because you might win a Christmas kit, and it's cost the parents two quid to win a kit for Christmas. Yeah, and I think there's been problems with that as well. Like there's only <laughs> eight, age seven home shirts available. Right, and the next delivery date's in March. <laughs> like, we're coming up to Christmas, like this, so this is, and they've run out of ours in the club shop, considering, like, probably our most um, marketable player has, like, two of them in his name. It's been a bit worrying. It's not ideal, like, is it? To get, like, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, who's, who, who, do you get, who do people get on back of the shirt? So, Dak, you'd be all right that week. Travis, you wouldn't be able to get Travis. You wouldn't be able to get Diaz. <laughs> Who else would you miss out on? Uh, uh, Britain, you won't get Britain. You won't get any of the Wartons. You won't get Gallagher. Like your number nine, they're usually like the most printed shirts, aren't they? Your number nine striker. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. There's there's lots of things we could do as a club, but they just don't seem to be. They just don't seem to be doing it. No. Um, England's quarter final. We got to the uh, we got to three fairport just as uh, the, the first penalty was given, so I managed right. to get it on like the four, and people were watching it going through border force and stuff. And then we got back to the hotel just in time for added time in the second half. Right. So we caught like the last eight nine minutes. Oh. Yeah. But what did you think of it? What did I think of it? I think I think they played. They played well, but I think people like, over-egged it a bit after. Do you know, I think people were kind of like ranting and raving about how well they played. Um, yeah. And a lot of people saying... I thought like, Southgate it, held them back again. Do you think? Like, when they got the equaliser... They should have pushed I harder. Fran- France were a bit shocked, yeah, and yeah. they went back to the centre-backs playing it between themselves. I think yeah. it was a bit like they did the Wales game. After they got that first, they should have got all out and tried to get a second. Yeah. Where it wasn't until it wasn't until Giroud scored that they started attacking again, and I thought both fullbacks of France could have been got at Saka yeah. and Ford and played well, but as soon as like they got the equaliser, it was like right, we'll just keep what we've got now. Yeah, I, I think um, a lot of the stuff I saw from like, journalists after the game was kind of along the lines of you know this was not the typical England exit. It, you know they, they they played they put they put up a fight and. Um, it was cruel and harsh, but I think like the vast majority of 
tour for any country, the vast majority of exits from a major tournament are cruel and harsh. That, that, that's the nature of tournament football. Um, yeah. Do you think yeah. it's, it's time for Southgate to go? Uh, I think he will do this next year, I haven't really got. I don't think he should be given the chance. I don't really, I don't really feel an opinion for or against him at the minute. But what I think is going to happen is that he will do this next year, Rose. This is this is this has been England's first game in major tournaments where they haven't been the favourites to win, and he lost it. Yeah, but, yeah. Like this has been his first people, proper people, test. People say that. that. People not... say that. I said last week. Yeah. I, I thought that Germany game in the Euros. I don't, yeah. I, I don't think they were the favourites yeah. to win that. Yeah, maybe, maybe when you look at the teams on paper, but with Germany, it's the it's the psychological damage of the play. You know, it's a... <laughs> Right, so I've looked back through the, the England results under Southgate in major tournaments. Right, so World Cup eighteen, <laughs> they had the last minute winner against Tunisia. Which they should have been clear favourites to win that. Panama six one. I mean, it's Panama. Lost to Belgium. They shouldn't really be losing to Belgium. Um, golden generation. And it is again. That, 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 that's a farce, isn't it? Belgium's golden generation. Yeah. Pa- penalty win against Colombia, which they probably should have been clear favourites for. Two 0 win against Sweden, again clear favourites, and then lost to Croatia in the semi final, which they were favourites for. Did they lose the third place playoff as well to Belgium? Yeah. Yeah. So again, and then it went to new roles in twenty one. So the one 0 win against Croatia, a draw against Scotland, which was a poor result. One 0 against Czech Republic, two 0 against Germany, which you said they probably weren't favourites, but I think they, they should, just the home advantage and stuff probably picked some to it. The four 0 win against Ukraine, clear favourites. The two one extra time win against Denmark. And the penalty loss to Italy in the final. In all them games, you probably think they're the favourites, and they were at Wembley, apart from the Ukraine game. Um, so it, it, obviously, it's an achievement getting to the final any tournament. But I just think that the run up made it a lot. It like it like masked how well they actually <clears throat> played. Yeah, maybe. Um, World Cup twenty two six two against Iran, good result. Nil nil against USA, poor result. 3-0 against Wales, good result, but expected. 3-0 against Senegal, good result, expected. Lost to France. And then in the Nations League, they got beat off Hungary twice in the group stage, finished bottom of the group with relegation with zero wins, and then they lost when they got to the semi, like the final four. They lost 3-1 to Netherlands in the semi-final. Yeah. It's, I mean, Netherlands isn't a bad result, they're a good team, but I just think, although he's got to the semi-final and the final, it, like, there's no like, there's different ways of reaching a final in there. <laughs> yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's holding England back, to be honest. And I think that was so evident on Saturday against France when they, they scored the first and could have like, like stepped on the gas and like tried to win the game. He immediately, like, they immediately sat off and started passing on the back. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, that's just my opinion. That's uh, well, it's another tournament gone. Another, another four years. Of, well, well to fair, who knows? Could win the Euros in Germany, but um, that was sad. Yeah. No, no, it's sad. 
<laughs> Another four years without a World Cup anyway. Right, okay, so I'm going to Tenerife tonight. I'm going to speak about that. So, when, I, when we got here, we were like, I had a look at that Spanish fixture to see if anyone was back to the league games that I could go to. Yeah. Tenerife play at Andorra tonight at 8 o'clock. <laughs> I'm going. Kid of Street now he's on, kid of street now he's on tour. Yeah. <laughs> Talk a bit about Norwich. Yeah, tomorrow on Sky. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ch- I'd, I'd do a complete start new start. I mean, Pickering should be back, which is good. I play Kaminsky at night, obviously. Pickering left back, Hayam Warden centre back, Carter at right back. I would play Travis Modic and Adam Wharton in the midfield three. I'll play Gallagher Diaz and Dak up top. Dak like you know. Not, not I think Gallagher will be back tomorrow. Uh, I, I think so, yeah. I think so. Not expecting it. Norwich is a tough place to go, but it's extremely tough for us. I can't remember the last time we won there. Last time we won at Norwich? I think scored in a 1-0 Premiership years ago. <laughs> yeah. That would have been the 2005 season. That's mm. the only time I think we got a result there. Can't remember, I definitely can't remember anything like recent years of like mm. championship. Yeah. Uh, one that stands out at Norwich is uh, that night they do in the league. It was like a quarter to eight kickoff on a Saturday night. Got promotion, didn't Cut, yeah. About it. yeah. Did we went one up? Didn't we? Travis scored. Yeah. And then Skyler <laughs> Yeah, they were. Um, going back a long way. <laughs> Premier League away. 1 1, Paul Dickoff scoring at 86 minutes. <laughs> well, that's why Jay Buckley got sent off for booing that guy in corn. <laughs> um, so they won 2 0. 9 9 9. So no win there this century. No. no. I'm on Sky. So it all boards well for Saturday. It's not looking good, Brad. <laughs> it's not looking good, Brad. <laughs> oh, um, oh. I, I was going to say I'd be happy with your points, to be honest, but we don't do them, so... Uh, yeah, it's time for our first draw of the season. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, to, to stop the rot. Uh, I say, I say, raw. It sounds a bit daft, that doesn't it? But cause it's only been two derby games. It yeah. feels because that break as well. It feels so much worse. Yeah, it does. I think thing like when you look at the form, we've got some green wins in there that last five games. Whereas other teams have like all red or all orange, and they're not like like Swansea haven't won in five. Keith Gar haven't won in five. Millwall have got one win in five. Like Luton and Birmingham one win in five. 
and then we've like lost two in two a row, and that, that's it. Yeah. Shit, you got. Go. Like, it was made worse on Saturday because I think didn't uh, obviously Burnley won and Sheffield United won as well, so that just kind of like opened that yeah. gap up to the top two. Yeah, I think the, them, them two have like got to like a point now where where realistically the top two usually are in the championship where they're like creating a gap and it's between everyone right else to play. Yeah, um, whether a company goes to Belgium or someone else and gives them like a bit of a drop off, I don't mm. know. But they just seem to have hit a form at the right time, and everyone else seems to have hit bad form at the bad at the wrong time. Yeah. Like Watford out of winning two. I mean, Preston have gone up there, but I mean, Millwall were right up there before Christmas break, and then since they've come back, just dropped off. Yeah. QPR is a big one in it. Seemed like I know it was since Mick Beale got linked to Villa, they've just not won a game. Okie dokie then. So, went, so uh, yeah, I'll watch the game on Sky in the bar tomorrow. Um, I'll try and find the night for the Forest game, but I doubt I'll find it. Uh, never know. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And then we'll meet back. We'll meet back here on Wednesday game. Is it Tuesday? Wednesday, isn't it? The Forest game. Wednesday. The Wednesday. Twenty first. Yeah, so we'll meet back here on Thursday to discuss the two wins against Norwich and Forest at home in the cup. Now we'll be talking about the quarter-final draw then. Well, the quarter-final draw won't be Thursday, will it? Because the Liverpool play City on Thursday. Oh, man, the United play Burnley on Thursday. Yeah, I think there's like two or three games on Thursday. Yeah, so the draw probably after that. If it's out like the last one, it won't be, be late. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, have a look who's playing on it first. Uh, I don't know, it's just sitting with It's uh, United Burnley. Yeah. Same night that we play uh, uh, Forest. Right. Yeah. yeah, so the draw probably after the City Liverpool game. Yeah. We'll be in that by then. <laughs> Right, okay. Yeah. So, that's it for another episode. Yeah. A shorter episode since I'm yeah. away and can't really. It's been an absolute ball <laughs> for lack of a better word. Yeah. Uh, it's hard yeah. to like sort out technology when you're so many miles away. Yeah. Don't know how many miles away Tenerife is, but it's a long way away. Yeah. All right, I'll speak to you. Thursday, well, I'll speak to you before then, but it's <laughs> <laughs> to everyone else, to, to everyone watching, I'll speak to you for it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'll speak to you all then. Yeah, see you in a bit. See you in a bit. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.